Yo, yo. Welcome yo. to episode 87 of Michigan Brews. Our uh, BJCP online exam <clears throat> kind of prep show. Uh, one of maybe a more serious topic we've had in a while. So <laughs> actually having a topic for a show. Uh, <laughs> one, one that we can stick to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll see. I'll time it and see how long it takes us to derail. Uh, I'll take I'll take responsibility for that. I'm giving it like five to ten minutes. <laughs> uh, for those not watching uh, the show, uh, Jordan's with us, and Brandon is back today too. Jason will be joining a little late today, but you will be on. Um, basically, the topic of today is uh, how to study and pass the BJCP online exam. Uh, so, I guess if we want to dive right into it, before that, maybe even uh, what are you guys drinking? Well, uh, oh, uh, some Oktoberfest now that it's had like an actual little bit of time to lager. I was gonna say, <laughs> spot on, Brandon. Cheers, cheers. That's you what I'm drinking drink? too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Everybody had the same idea, still trying to knock say, them all out before none of us, over. none of us brewed the same beer. They brought home. a backup Oktoberfest as well. <laughs> I haven't had Great Lakes, you'll have to let me know how that is. It's pretty good from the earlier cans I had. Yeah, sir. We'll get a perfect. review in the middle of the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, I was the one that sort of came up with the idea for the show. Um, people have asked me a couple times about doing something like this. I a couple months ago did like a I don't know, I called it a short pour um, episode or a video on how I personally studied for the uh, online BJCP exam. But I figured maybe we can have like a small panel of people together of those that have passed it and those that haven't. Um, wanted to have a, a certified judge on too that that um, has taken the tasting exam just to sort of get that out of the way. But um, accidentally let that fall through today, so that's on me. But um, I, I guess maybe to to start off, we can uh, talk a little bit about why anybody would even want to join the BC, BJCP or or become a beer judge. Um, so I know Brandon, you've already passed the online exam, not to like put you on the spot, but Ooh. do you, uh, you have any thoughts on why you, why you're, why you're kind of pursuing this route? It could be just because it's fun. Oh. It could be whatever, man. Uh, honestly, just to try to better train my taste buds and then hopefully better train me to, you know, find some of those faults myself. Cause I, I'll be the first to say I have terrible taste buds. You know, I like things or I don't like things. That's and articulating what i'm tasting and smelling and feeling not very good at that uh so that that's really my main is really to be a better brewer and better better enjoy and describe the things i'm uh tasting and give people better uh better tasting notes as well so yeah that's uh, yeah. it yeah couldn't have said that better myself I mean, what about you jordan yeah you know that's i'm right in line with brandon uh yeah prim primarily it's uh entirely self-motivated <clears throat> I want to be better at beer. Uh, so learning how to judge beer is going to, you know, inversely, hopefully make me a better brewer. Um, and then secondarily, uh, you know, as we've said a few times on this show, uh, you know, beer judges are aging and I, I like giving back to the community as I can. I've been a home brewer for more than a decade now. It feels weird to say, but I think, <laughs> yeah. I think we're at that point. Are, are we, are we, are we that? I'm younger than you in terms of a uh, brewing experience. Only by a couple of years. So, 
Um, anyways, yeah, so, you know, it kind of be my way to give back in the community. And uh, from what I've learned here, and I'm sure other viewers have, the it sounds like the b- current beer judges that we have are aging. And w- we may, we need to get some younger blood into it. So I feel like that's a way for me to contribute back and, you know, I'm knock two birds off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really think, the, I mean... The quality of beer now uh, is, is even way better from homebrewers than it was when uh, I first joined the hobby. And that could just be because I know better brewers these days than I did eight years ago. But I, I'd like to believe that it's because um, people are actually <clears throat> better these days. There's more knowledge and research and stuff like that out there. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that the BJCP is just another one of those um, those, those avenues of exploration to sort of help me get better at making beer and and <laughs> i like your point too jordan giving back to the community too um we should point out that like you know the purpose of the bjcp really is just placed in homebrew competitions it's not for you know going out and being like oh you know i'm you know a beer snob or whatever and yeah business and approaching brewers in their brewery and being like, well, you know, I'm a certified judge and blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> the, the style guidelines themselves, they have, you know, a bit of a purpose outside of, you know, homebrew competitions. They set, uh, you know, a, a nice benchmark for what a beer should be, perhaps if you're like brewing it for the first time. But uh, as far as like actually judging and stuff like that, that's usually reserved for, you know, homebrew competitions itself. That's really what the, the organization's built around and for. So uh, figure we throw that out there too, but, the first step of becoming a beer judge uh, is to take the online exam. So that's the point of the show today. Um, so I'm going to maybe spend a few minutes here breaking down uh, the online exam for people that have not taken it before or are just hearing about the BJCP today. Mm. Um, so BJCP first starts with a beer judge certification program. Uh, probably should have started with that at some point again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Beard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we got it. But anyway, it's uh, um, it, it's uh, the online exam is is 180 questions, uh, and you have an hour to take it. So that breaks down to mm. about uh, 20 seconds per question. Uh, so not a ton of time. No, nope. you're trying to <laughs> slam through 180 questions. Um, especially, and, and we'll kind of get to it a little bit maybe later in the episode too, how uh, sometimes the, the questions are uh, tricky or difficult. Um, there's different types of questions on the exam. So um, it is open book. However, it's not proctored. Uh, you can sign up to take the exam whenever you like and however many times you like. I believe it is limited to uh, once a day. Um and I hope I'm not wrong in saying that something in the back of my mind says you maybe only have like five chances to take it in a year or something, but I don't actually know if that's true. Uh, so somebody get in chat and correct me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, I apologize, but, uh, it's pretty cheap to take, to get started. Uh, it's not like you have a, a really heavy monetary investment, like something like the, uh, Cicerone certifications are, uh, to take the online exam once it's $10 to buy three chances at it, uh, it's only $20. So yep. no uh, brainer. Yeah, really. If you don't feel super confident, but you still want to take the test once and kind of get a feel for what it's like, buy the three packs, spend the extra 10 bucks. 
essentially gives you another free shot yeah. at it after live dangerously yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but but it's it's not uh difficult to pass really in terms of uh percentages so uh the online exam only requires 64 percent uh passing your correct answers in order to uh in order to, to pass uh, it's pass fail uh, you don't get to see what you got right or wrong after you take it. So you can't really study the exam uh, after it's gone. And the next time you take it, all your questions are probably going to be different anyway. Uh, but of the, of the hundred and sorry, of the 180 questions, uh, there are 112 true or false. There are 44 multiple choice and there's 24 multiple choice, multiple answer questions where you have to be like, you know, select all of the, ones where this is true or all the ones where this is false or whatever. Uh, so that totals up to the 180. Uh, I'm in reading the, uh, the BJCP, uh, like study guide, uh, I guess uh, this is just a totally random guessing on, on all of the questions, all the true, false, all the multiple choice. Um, considering, considering you can get multiple choice answers, usually down to like one or two, uh, that are that are going to be right. If you were to guess 50-50 on a multiple choice and just got 75% of the true and false correct and totally wild-ass guessed on the multiple answer questions, you'll still probably wind up at a 43. So that's like two-thirds of the way uh, to passing already just by really kind of giving it your best shot without <laughs> studying a whole lot. Uh, mm -hmm. So putting down a little bit of time to study using the resources that are available to you online uh, and you know, double checking yourself uh, will probably boost you up a, you know, above something like a the sixty four percent. But that, that's kind of the uh, the framework for the exam. Uh, so Brandon, you've passed it, and Jordan, you've taken it at least once, right? Once, yep. <laughs> it was completely on a whim. It was after I bought it. I, you know, I bought the pack and sat on it for a week or so. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to take it. Had already been drinking that night. So I'm like, fuck <laughs> it. I got three choices. So I just kind of went in blind, um, kind of went through it. And I think it's a great way to do it. I mean, what, what was your experience? Do you feel like you have like a, a little bit of a better understanding of what you need to go back and maybe study yeah. and really pick out? Yeah. 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 I think, I think the, biggest thing that I got hung up on with all the resources that are out there. Um, honestly, I think I got too hung up on trying to make sure I had the right answer every time and spent too much time referencing my notes mm -hmm. early on in the exam, which caused, you know, a constraint towards the end. Um, so I think that's kind of where I fell off, um, at least in terms of strategy, uh, in terms of um, topics. Um, yeah, I need to brush up on differences between similar styles. So, like, there are a number of questions out there, like, um, you know, if you, like, say, for instance, like, you have a beer that's brewed at, like, 6.7% alcohol, you know, is more or less, like, is that going to fit better in this category or that category? And, like, some of them are going to be, like, really, really close. Mm -hmm. Like, is it more pale ale or is it more IPA or, you know, what have you, you know, just for a, a sh shitty example. <laughs> uh, um you know, just things like that. Um, or like if there are certain flavor, certain styles that have certain off flavors that are acceptable versus another style where it might not be. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's kind of difficult because I don't 
I know what the off flavors are and what the compounds are, but I don't know like the style specifically that mm-hmm. uh, where they're acceptable. So, mm-hmm. like a diacetyl is usually acceptable, and like you know, Czech lagers, mm-hmm. some like Certain English, English beers, beers, but not not all mm-hmm. English beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, it's and and they they try to trick you with those too. I think uh, I was reviewing some like test questions earlier, and I think one of the questions is uh, was regarding if diacetyl was appropriate in uh, like a like a brown ale, and I don't I don't I don't think it is. So, uh, but it's it's like a like an English style, right? Sort of. So you know, I don't know. It's. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so it'd be like, you know, like a brown, like American brown ale versus like an English dark mild or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. so it'd be like, okay, I mean, those two styles are very, very similar, or at least they could be. Um, Yeah, and it was was weird. It didn't really specify, like, American or anything like that, so maybe maybe that's on me. I'm just being dumb. I, uh, maybe I lucked through the online exam. But, uh, what about you, Brandon? Uh, I think if my memory serves, I, whatever last BJCP related episode you had back in February or March, somewhere in that time is when I, better memory than I do. you were talking about it and, and I decided that night I was going to go take, uh, take the online exam on a whim and, uh, you know, just went to the BJCP website, maybe looked over it for 10 minutes and was like, all right, I'm doing it and logged in push through it and manage to pass it like uh (laughs) so i'll say i'm good at test test taking and like in reading things about beer that i you know probably partially remember things somewhere in the back of my gigantic noggin so i don't know (laughs) but i did i did did pass it my first try with luck and uh yeah i don't want to take it again either though (laughs) (laughs) i uh I think that COVID has changed. Uh, excuse me. I think that COVID has changed some of the rules regarding when or how long you have to take the tasting exam after you take the online exam. Okay. I think things have been, I don't know if it's like official, but I think things have become a little bit more lenient uh, since 2020. Um, if you do, take your online exam and you do have to wait over a year to take your tasting exam, which is the next step. And we can, we'll talk about that maybe at the end of the episode, but uh, talk to your local like BJCP representative and, you know, just kind of see if you can get their blessing on, on taking the online or on, on the, taking the tasting exam live and take the tasting, the online exam again. Um, but it'll probably be okay. Again, we're not the only ones that think that like new judges sort of really need to be, uh, brought into the pool the the bgcb as an organization i'm pretty sure feels that way as well i have never uh, helped out with or gone to or uh, competed in a competition where i didn't see them post on facebook or send out an email that mm. says hey we are in desperate need of judges uh, it's next week like can anybody help it happens all the time every single one yeah you know, there's no such yep. thing as too many judges i don't <laughs> think it will ever happen and if it does cool I mean, this means everybody else gets out of there a little bit earlier and uh, maybe somebody gets a steward inside or something. I don't know, but uh, it's it's important. So, 
Uh, yeah, my my kind of journey through taking the online exam, I sort of maybe overstudied. I I was I hate I have this thing where like if I'm gonna do something, I need to like overcommit to like learning how to do it. Like when I started homebrewing, I don't actually think beyond the the first bells homebrewing competition that Jordan helped me out with. Uh, I don't think that. I brewed my first beer on my own until I like had read about brewing for like four months, just like reading the homebrewing subreddit and reading books and reading homebrew talk and being part of chats and stuff like that. And, and I still fucked up my first beer, but that's okay. At least, at least I know, you know what happened with it. Maybe I got to brew that again. Maybe this, this winter. That was your chocolate. chocolate banana banana. Banana. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Maybe I'll talk to David. I think David had a chocolate <laughs> banana uh, disaster beer too. So oh, yeah. we'll have to get something like that going. I but, I kind of oh sorry Continue no 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 I, was just, no I was just saying I, I just I overstudied and created tools for myself, uh, which we have, I've talked about on the show before, and and we'll bring back up in a little bit. But I'm a I jump in. I, I I like to I have a condensed version of that. Like I get something on my mind and I am like I'm doing it, jumping in, and I'll I'll cram as much knowledge I can into a condensed area and then convince myself, okay, let's do it, and just I, I'll I'll try and fail until I get it right. I guess just is basically <laughs> my uh, it happened to work out okay this time. Uh, you know when I took the first online entrance exam, but it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> That's, that that's kind of going to be my my approach. I mean, I just wanted to take it once to see like where my failures of knowledge were. Um, and that's there's one thing I <clears throat> maybe you you guys have different knowledge or experience, uh, but neither one of you have failed, so um, maybe not. I guess that's the only thing. It kind of tells you like the breakdown, like after you finish your exam, of like where you're. And I didn't take a screenshot of that, and I should have. Yeah. And because I, I was like, <clears throat> I'm just like, oh, I should be able. They're showing it to me now. I should be able to go back and reference it. For the life of me, cannot find <laughs> that information anywhere on the website. In fact, I was just in there looking again to see if I before I said it, you know, where it's recorded yeah. here live. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, yeah. So I'd love to have that information again. So I'll probably just. I kind of have an idea, like I know styles was a big thing. Um, so I'll probably just brush up on styles a bit more and then just, you know, make sure that I'm not spending too much time for a question and try it again here in the next few weeks. I think uh, Brandon has probably brewed more different styles than either of us, maybe even combined. <laughs> I feel like every time Brandon comes to a homebrew club meeting, he's bringing something that I've never brewed before. So granted, maybe a lot of New England's too, but um, <laughs> I think I think you have a lot of good knowledge there. Uh, but with, with regards to style, uh, something that I, I found styles uh, I found really helpful was uh, going back and just actually reading the BJCP guidelines like a book like just starting with American Light Lager and reading all through the first uh, 26, I believe, categories is all the online exam uh, focuses on. Um, red, I don't know. It, there's, there's a lot of styles that, you know, I've never brewed like Kentucky Common or something mm. that I, I don't really know a lot about, but reading through uh, like the, the common and less common like ingredient section and, and overall... Uh, 
almost spilled a beer on myself. The overall, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, the overall commentary about the style and stuff were, were really helpful. Uh, and, and as you read that, you can sort of imagine what it tastes like if you were to brew it, just sort of based on what it compares to and contrasts to in, in that uh, comment of the style guidelines. Um, so and I found that really helpful. I'm a, very much a visual learner, so uh, I, it would have been nice to literally be able to go and like buy and try every single beer be able to look at it and taste it and examine it and stuff but sort of being able to imagine drinking a beer after reading about it um really helped me out a lot i think that's a it's a good first step for sure it was the first time that i I had ever read through the full guidelines yeah i don't think i've ever read through the full guidelines i mean pardon me i've went through like i wouldn't say anecdotally but maybe that's the right word um, you know, just trying to find styles to brew. Um, and then usually if I once I come to a new style that I'm going to brew, the BJCP guidelines is the first thing that I end up referencing. But mm-hmm. it's also been a long time since I've brewed something that I haven't brewed before. So, yeah, <clears throat> I know I've been I've brewed lots of styles, but as, as I did find out recently to go off topic already, no, um, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But we made it over 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, that's but, a record. But it's it's related but different. The Master Homebrew Program, that spreadsheet just really kind of showed me how many how few of those styles I've submitted to competitions, though. Like, even though I may have brewed a lot of different styles, like, I'll, I'll make them and either be like, ah, I don't want to drink all this, or uh, I don't know if that's right, or I don't know if it turned out right. So it, it will make me kind of re- go back through and rebrew things or brew new things just to submit them into competitions. Yeah, slightly, slightly off topic, slightly meta here. Am I am I a little quiet for you guys right now? I was gonna say I've, I've noticed that you were a touch quieter than usual. Okay, I, okay. I wasn't sure if that was on my end or not. I've been messing with my uh, interface earlier yeah. today. So, how about how about now? Is it a little <clears throat> bit better? Am I too loud now? No, no, you sound great. Okay, I kind of I cranked my gain up just a little bit. So I, I I don't know if I accidentally knocked it or something, but we'll see. I'm not maybe quite as close to my mic as I normally am too. I've been noticing in some episodes, if I get too close to my mic, I have a little bit of like a, of like a lisp and my S's sort of like carry into the mic a little bit. And it, I, I get annoyed listening to myself. So <laughs> get, get one of those, get one of those socks to put on Ooh, top of yeah. it. That's yeah. uh, that'll, that'll the pop filter. That'll help. It's, it's not even so much that it's just, I don't know, like a, I need to put like a de-esser filter or something on the on our audio. I don't know. I don't know too much about audio. I'll have to maybe I no, no longer it. Michigan Bruce. This is <laughs> Michigan audio mixing. I'll have to get Travis involved or something. But uh, no, so reading through the, uh, the BJCP guidelines is probably a really good first start. Uh, there's also for free a 20 question test that you can take using the exact same software that the real online exam uses. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. it's uh, bjcp.coursewebs.com. What's going on, Matt? Hope you're having a good night, man. But uh, it's free. Hop on, create an account. You get six minutes to do 20 questions. Uh, but it gives you a nice idea of like what the questions are going to be like. Uh, you get to review all your questions afterwards, unlike with the real 
online BJCP exam. So that can sort of help you maybe flesh out where you need to uh, mm. study a little bit too. I was thinking about, and I, I had presented this question <clears throat> in our group chat earlier between Jordan and uh, Jason and I uh, about taking the <clears throat> online practice exam uh, live on stream here. But then in, if it's the exact same test for everybody, I didn't really want to spoil the uh, like the questions for everybody or something. Like I don't want somebody watching the show and then like watching us take this test and like, well, no, I can't take the online exam. I don't, I don't have anything. To I'm pretty sure stuff. it's a random sampling. I, I, I couldn't find anywhere that said and it was, all the wasn't. questions are copyrighted. It does say that right on their website. Oh, does it? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, so I don't think you <laughs> want to do that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. There, there's another set of uh, questions available through uh, Beer Syndicate. They're not like real online exam questions and in fact i think that they are much much harder than the real bjcp online exam questions so it's worth going just to see the format of the questions but i don't think that they're as good an example of what you'll actually be taking uh compared to the real bjcp practice exam so uh do the practice exam get a get an idea of, of what they're going to be like and yeah don't don't sue us for copyright infringement what else uh so knowing beer is important jordan you mentioned this earlier um knowing all flavors is important too yeah uh, there's a whole sort of uh uh catalog of, of all flavors and like you can find them all over on every single website or whatever um read through all the different off flavors that are out there and understand what is and isn't appropriate in some styles usually nothing it, it's really uncommon for most off flavors to be you know acceptable in most styles but no like when diacetyl you know yeah uh, for example is is okay or maybe like a little dms is okay or something like that um or like even smokiness <clears throat> like some styles can be smoky and some aren't and like like we heavy for some reason like I, I feel like a lot of breweries have it in their head that we heavies are supposed to be like peated or smoky or something like that and they're they're not yeah. no that's not that's not like you know two style or whatever he's a yeast character yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah even as a yeast character yeah yeah um yeah, Brandon, uh, in our private chat here. Yeah, I don't know if you'd watched this, but that guy just started doing some uh, BJCP videos. I did. Yeah, I, I caught him on Reddit. So um, after the episode's over, I'm going to create some links. I'm going to create a post on our, our Facebook and uh, link to some other good uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, that's probably where I saw him, too, was on Reddit. Yeah. Um, yeah, super smart guy. He's a Grandmaster 1 or 2 judge or something. Mm -hmm. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I just saw the link, but I, I'm almost positive I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Omar Basha. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing to, um, I guess, ensure that you're studying that I honestly just complete went went in completely blind. Um, is the um, oh, what is it like? BJCP like guidelines for, um, 
I guess not guidelines, like maybe rules for like competition coordinators mm-hmm. and judges. And, you know, like there were a few questions I remember that were kind of, you know, almost story-esque of like, okay, well, if a competition coordinator has a beer within the, you know, within the competition and they're short judges, is it acceptable for that coordinator to then become a judge as long as it's not, you know, they're not judging the style that they're in or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, you know, I can, you could kind of see it both ways. Like, you know, they're, they're, you know, the head of the competition, maybe they shouldn't have a beer in it or, or something like that. But I didn't do like any, like reading into any of that. And I just, pardon me thinking on it. Remember a couple of those questions sticking out. It was just kind of, was like, okay, didn't expect that, but that was the next point that I, I wanted to make on the little agenda that I made myself. So it's funny that, that you went there. It's like, it's like Perfect. sharing information, like a, like a proper team of you know, presenters. We're just telepathically linked. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think reading through and understanding how competitions are ran is important, especially if you're going to be a judge or even a steward. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Going, going, and actually getting practical experience is even better. Uh, go and and steward or or judge. I mean, if if you're you know if you think you make good beer and you want to get practice like judging and understanding how to write score sheets and stuff like that, go see if they need judges. Uh, they'll set you down yeah. with somebody that's experienced that can you know walk you through stuff, and uh, it can be honestly it can be a little nervy nerve wracking like the very first time you do it, but. Um, I would I honestly. And, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I went and, and judged uh, by myself for the very first time yesterday, um, and it was it was fine. Now that I feel like I have a you know a couple under my belt and understand like the steward's job and and how much time you really are supposed to take for score sheets and and how many best of shows work and, and stuff like that. So I, yeah. I think you just have to. Just have to do it like anything, and the first time you do it, it might be a little weird, and then after that, it's kind of yep. It's it's muscle memory. I've been looking out for opportunities to go in and steward so I can get my hands wet with it, but I was planning on going out to the Michigan Mead Cup, and I think I had some family things come up, mm-hmm. or I was planning on being out of town. I I can't recall exactly, but didn't end up making that. Nor the uh, O'Connors. Is that the one that you were just at, Brian? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, it was nice. It was very small and intimate. I uh, ended up helping out with uh, uh, a particular category that had like a bunch of entries in it, and uh, we ended up splitting off some of the the later entries between judges that have fi- <coughs> finished their own flights and stuff. So it was, I wanted uh, to submit to that competition, but didn't. It you you've won. I won my category and then yeah. took third best to show. Okay. The one time that I entered the competition. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> you should have done it again then. Yeah, yeah, I should have. I should have. But I was signed up to help with the Michigan Mead Cup, but got sick the Wednesday before with a cold and couldn't make it uh, for the yeah. Michigan Mead Cup either. I was really bummed. That was going to be the first uh, time I went and tried to either steward or judge because I signed that up. That was going to be my first time too. So I was pretty bummed that uh, that I didn't. Jeff had emailed me about some other stuff related to it, and I responded like the morning I was going to email him, 
like asking, hey, do you think you could maybe uh, do this before you come up here? I'm like, well, maybe. I said, I feel like I'm coming down with something today. So oh, yeah. depending on how I feel tomorrow, I'll have an answer for you on that. And it was just like, nope, I felt like trash the next day. It's like a good taste or smell anything. I'm just finally, like my taste buds are like 80, 90% back now, finally. But Well, welcome back to the party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. There'll, there'll be there will be more opportunities uh, i think at some point in time we need to work on getting some some sort of like large ish two to three hundred beer competition down here in kalamazoo because we really don't have anything yeah. in the, in the southwest here aside from our own club competition so yeah i, say, I think the only other one that's large is the bell's homebrew competition but that's not a bjcp mm-hmm. correct I think that would be a good club goal is to have like a, you know, we have our keepers cup for our members is yep. but to have another cup for or some other tournament or competition rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone. That would be yeah. fun. Yeah, it really would. And it's a good, uh, it's a good uh, revenue source for homebrew clubs. Um, just have to have to really sort of get people interested. I, I think that, I don't know if people that are watching or listening are, are part of the uh, the master homebrew program mm-hmm. uh, who we're going to have on hopefully in two weeks here. I've uh, got to nail that date down, but I'm pretty sure. But uh, they, they recently started uh, ranking competitions based on uh, how good the score sheets were and how many BJCP judges they had. And that's how, amazing. How cool the prizes are. Uh, you know, like what, yeah. what the badges look like. Do you get any supplementary prizes? What's the best of show prize? Like, you know, like, do you get a, a belt or like a sword or something, or do you just get like a you know, big ribbon? Wait, is there a competition that has a sword? Because that's Absolutely. all I'm gonna submit to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I we talked about it like sword. a month ago, and, I, and for the life of me, I don't remember what it is anymore. Somebody <clears throat> sort of popped up in chat and, and said, I think it was Joe, maybe Joe Bellavere okay. or something that popped in, but um. Yeah, it, there there definitely is one that has a, a sword. <laughs> There's a few that have belts, and you know, Mazer Cup I think has like a a giant cup, maybe not giant, but definitely larger than the the normal awards. Uh, Michigan State Fair has a giant trophy that you get your name engraved on, which yep. is pretty freaking sweet. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and some some have big cash prizes sometimes. Uh, I think there's a few like circuits down in texas that do like big cash prizes mm-hmm. um, somebody in a discord i'm part of um they i can't remember what state it was there there was a it was essentially it was an invitational you could submit to competitions around the state and if you placed you know so well you got invited to come to the state competition and, and serve your beer um and while you were serving your beer they were doing a bjcp competition with you know these these invitees entries and if you won if you got best of show for that i think uh the prize was two grand and uh wow. and belt and some other stuff so i mean freaking sweet you know that's <laughs> home brewery upgrades yeah yeah, home brewery, <laughs> yeah. So, that's that's wow. quite the prize so something like that would be cool um but we'll figure it out at kalamazoo i wish we had a program <clears throat> pro-am like what grand rapids has where you can brew with like a pro brewers and, and compete and stuff like that. I don't know if we'd necessarily have a enough breweries around to do it now that are, you know, super big 
especially if we want to have a lot of people participating. Right. Yeah. Lots of things to think about. But I, I'm sorry, <laughs> back off topic again. Back back to the BJCP online exam, I guess. Hey man, uh, we made it. We made it well, well into the show. We 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 kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, just having some general brewing knowledge is really important for the exam too. There are questions that ask about processes. You know, uh, uh, if you were brewing a beer and you wanted to uh, have your beer remain or be a little bit more drier, I guess, or something, uh, the question might be phrased like, then you would mash at a higher temperature, true or false? <laughs> Right, so it's kind of a trick question. So you would say false because you want to mash at a lower temperature mm-hmm. to get more of those convertible sugars. But it's like it's one of those questions that you sort of have to think about. They don't ask you, "Hey, if you brew, or if you if you mash at a lower temperature, like what's that going to do? You know, to your beer, or you know, if yeah. compared to if you mash it at like a higher temperature. So it's like you got to read into it a little bit, but it's not hard. And, you know, th- those are the sort of questions that you rip through. You can mm-hmm. answer that in, like, three seconds. And the more of those that you answer in three seconds, the other 17 seconds add up for you to be able to do a little bit of a search online for something you're not sure of or go back at the end of the exam to review questions that uh, you marked for review, yep. uh, which you can do, I believe. It's been a while since I took the exam, but I think you yeah. can mark questions to be reviewed and then go back and actually look at those uh, as you have time at the end. I do remember that being the case. Yeah. I know I, I kind of did that too, where occasionally, you know, I'd rip through a few questions and be like, okay, this one I'm not sure of. I've got like, I've got like a minute to maybe go back and, or to go to the BJCP website and look. Uh, and that's kind of where I was also telling you too, after I saw your uh, spreadsheet you made after I did it, I was like, oh man, that would have been so much, that would have been so much easier to search than me going through the BJCP website because I, you know, I didn't. I didn't fully prepare, or at least adequately prepare. Yeah, <laughs> I just jumped in. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about like resources. So, I mean, we've talked about the uh, the BJCP guidelines, obviously being um, a, a really good resource. But uh, yeah, that spreadsheet I made. I'm, I'm going to plug this thing again. There's no mm-hmm. like. It's, I'm just. It's it's out there to be helpful for people. There's no nothing special about it. You can make a copy of it and um, edit it to your heart's content. But let me, uh, let me share my screen here for a sec. Um, I think that's a great resource just for anyone to start out with. I recently switched to uh, Firefox from Chrome. So I'm still getting used to a few of these things here. I, I switched over to Brave a little bit ago. We'll see if I stick with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the uh, spreadsheet. And for those listening on the podcast later, I apologize, but uh, I'll create a post on our website or check out our Facebook page uh, for the link so you can kind of see what we're talking about. But um, I created a spreadsheet that lists off all of the first 26 categories and subcategories and next to each subcategory i have made a entry for styles that the beer is compared to in the bjcp guidelines so uh, for instance if you look at uh, hellas bach 
Uh, under the BJCP guidelines, it mentions Dunkelsbach, Helles, Festbeer, and Doppelbach as all styles that to compare and contrast it to. So I've made entries here, and you can reference um, Hellesbach, this example versus Dunkelbach, uh, the carbonation, the body, the IBUs, the OG, FG, ABV, color. Uh, and if anything is drastically different, I try to color code it a little bit. So if you look at Hellas right here, uh, the uh, I'm not sure why I bolded this. I, I got to go back and review this at some point in time. But so say for like final gravity, the final gravity is like way lower for uh, Munich Hellas versus Hellas Bach. Uh, the ABV is way lower. The color is more light. So uh, it just just a really quick, easy way to reference style comparisons because those are a chunk of questions on the test. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And then on the overall impression, I, I just kind of copied that in as well because you might have to reference that. Um, but I go all the way through for all the styles, so you can do a quick search for any of these and hopefully uh, not have to waste a ton of time going through the BJCP guidelines and, and actually looking it up if you're not sure. I mean, I, I would always recommend that you try to know as much as possible so you're not having to reference this, but it's really good to have if you have extra time at the end of the exam where you want to go back and you know double check yourself or go back and for sure answer something um it's it's way better than i would i didn't even i wasn't even smart enough to download the pdf bjcp stuff i just i was on the website so like i'm literally navigating the styles i did it the most poor way possible so <laughs> don't yeah. do that learn <laughs> learn from my mistakes um there is also i'm going to bring this up too i'm going to remove this from real quick here um i mentioned beer syndicate earlier they have something called the Comparomatic, I think. Yeah, I just saw that as I was looking stuff up. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I'm gonna check here. It's at one point in time I thought you might have had to create an account to access it. I think you do. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. Oh, I already have an account. Okay. It's cool. I guess we'll we'll show that to you real quick. So, this is sort of like my spreadsheet except you kind of have to search for stuff one by one. So if you wanted to compare, uh, let's do a log. Oh, you can't do American. Let's do American light logger and American logger. Uh, you can compare the two and it'll set them up side by side, kind of like this. Uh, you know, it has all the same vital statistics at the bottom, all of the comments and history and mouthfeel and stuff like that. It's nice, but I don't know if it's necessarily as easy to uh, pick apart uh, quickly, you know, as just like the spreadsheet. So uh, it, it's nice for studying. I think it's really, really nice for studying. I'm not sure if yeah. it's something that you want to use uh, to reference in the middle of the exam. But I think for comparing styles, uh, especially if you wanted to reference my spreadsheet and then you know, pop a couple styles in here and read all the BJCP guidelines right next to each other, style to style. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a really, really, really nice tool. Uh, again, you do have to create an account, but it doesn't cost anything to create the account. So, um, yeah, just another nice tool. So another nice study tool. 
I think one of the other issues that I had is that I had too many resources open while I was just trying to fly through the exam. So it kind of like ideally like the study guide and I think your your compare sheet, Brian, would probably be enough having both of those. Um, but I had like the style guidelines up and like another website and a few other things. So I was like constantly trying to bounce back between and you just don't have time to do that amount of research. Um, and a big part of it for me was understanding or, or knowing, committing to memory differences in styles. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there's, there's a lot of questions that, that deal with that. Um, and it's not just like true or false questions. There are like, you know, multiple, multiple choice or multiple answer questions that have to do with beer styles as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, they give you a nice breakdown of like how many multiple choice questions, how many true fault questions there are. But I mean, you know, I, yeah, I think it's a, it's definitely something that I know myself I need to study on a bit more is committing at very least the styles that I know well and committing that information to memory a bit more. And again, those questions, you know, if you, if you really knock true false out of the park and multiple choice out of the park, those don't matter a whole lot. There's only 24 of them. And even if you guessed on most of them, you know, as long, again, as long as you yeah. got 75% of your true false and 50% of your multiple choice, you're, you're passing. So, um, obviously really, really important, but I would spend the least amount of time worrying about the multiple choice questions than all the others. Yep. I would not spend any time looking up answers for the multiple answer questions, unless you just had all the time in the world at the end of the exam you will spend, you know, two to three times as much time looking those answers up because it, it's there. You're going to get yep. questions like, you know, comparing a, an American Porter and an American stout, which of the true or wh- which of the following are true of American Porter and not of American mm-hmm. stout or something like, uh, I mean, you're going to get five answers and you'd literally have to look up every single one of them for both styles <laughs> in order to, to, you know, know for sure whether you're right or not. So, give it your best with just the knowledge that you, uh, that you have and, and move on. Worry about the true false, worry about the multiple choice. That's, that's my recommendation there. Yep. Um, don't, don't spend a lot of time on any one question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but that's, I think all I have as far as, uh, my study notes. Um, do you guys have anything else that, that you thought was helpful? when you were going through the exam or anything? You know, I, I, I have one piece of advice that my uh, buddy Rob gave me uh, <clears throat> all my years through uh, college when I lived with him. And it's very simple. It's two words. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know not, not much to it. Like well, yeah. that's, that's what I tell people all the time when they, uh, you know, say something, just, just do it. Yeah. I, I sat on it for a while <laughs> and, that that's sort of what I did. It was uh it was on a lunch break at work one day, and I'm like, you know what? Like I I told Shane, I'm just like I'm gonna cl- close my door for a little bit here, and I'm gonna take the beer exam. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it was like maybe a week later, I'm like, well, now that I took the beer exam, I'm just gonna do the meat exam. Uh, so that's 200 questions in an hour, Whew. and I just went to the meat exam, and I passed that too. So nice. let's do it. The the meat exam, um, it's uh it's a lot of like honey varietal questions and things like that oh. 
but um, it's a lot of stuff that's again pretty easy to reference online. Like tasting notes or like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, like what a raspberry blossom honey is, you know, actually tastes like or something. You're, okay. You know, meadow foam. But- or, that one yeah. might be kind of difficult. I, well, I could probably answer the meadow foam one. Yeah, say <laughs> meadow foam, I'd know, but yeah, certain ones. I don't know. Now I'm curious too. Hmm. But I don't know if I want to cram 200 questions. Jeez, 20 more questions. Ah, it's it's not bad, especially like there's uh, there's there's a couple websites uh, like BJCP, like mead ingredient okay. uh, reference guides and stuff that you can use that have answers to like 75 percent of the questions and if you don't know them so you don't really have to bounce around a whole lot again i always suggest that you try to study and know the answers for yourself because you don't want to walk into a beer uh, judging or like a me judging and sit down and be like all right i'm tasting a like buckwheat and tupelo traditional like medium dry like what what am i supposed to be tasting here and yeah uh, wow so, no, uh, sorry, I went off topic. You you were doing mead, and I was thinking, like, after I, you know, get or fail at the beer one, I want to take my hand at the cider exam as well. And I was like, I don't know how many questions that is. And I got really excited at first because it only said 100, uh, but it gives you 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> Woo. yeah, like that's cooking. I've never, I don't know, cider's hard, man. I, I would want to do that. Maybe I'll have to do that one of these days. I don't know who around here could put on a cider exam. I'm sure we can find somebody. I know the least amount about cider than pretty much any other alcoholic beverage. Like I probably know more about wine than cider. (laughs) You know, like apple varietals. You know, I I probably know more about grape varietals than apple because, like, I've very, I've had very, very few single apple varietal ciders. You know, Uh, we don't really have any straight up. Yep. No, so, yeah. I think too. I think we had the most, or at least I had the most, probably NHC that uh, that guy that had single varietal apple uh, <clears throat> ciders there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be that would be interesting to try. He had like at least three or four of them, anyways. So that was that was that, and that's that's saying something. <laughs> like North, I know he had Northern Spy and a couple yeah. others. Yeah. Uh, that's like one of the few that I know for sure I've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just had that like couple weekends ago or something like that northern spy never never even heard of it before (laughs) Um. well i guess we can recap a little bit so uh the bgcp online exam 180 questions you have 60 minutes to knock it out don't spend too much time on any one question especially not the multiple answer ones but even if you are just random guessing you can probably get yourself close to two-thirds of the way to passing just by narrowing down multiple choice questions and knocking out your, your true and false questions to the best of your ability. Um, study up where you can, uh, read through the BJCP exams, read it, read how to brew, you know, especially if you're a little bit of a, a newer brewer, uh, or if you don't have a ton of brews under your belt, because there are some process questions on there and how to brew will answer literally every process question that's going to be on the uh, BJCP exam. Uh, utilize the study guide, the BJCP exam study guide. That'll have a ton of resources for you to use. Uh, have the study guide. I'm sorry. Have the have the uh, guidelines open when you're taking the exam. Have our spreadsheet open when you're taking the exam. Uh, use it for reference, but don't use it as a source of truth. Like use your use your best judgment. Use your knowledge. 
and then maybe uh, maybe look up some answers at the end. Or if you know you have a little bit of time for a mm -hmm. question, go ahead and, and, and use that little bit of extra time to look up your answer. And uh, and like Brandon said, just do it. Right. Right. Just do it. Yeah, just like you it. said, I, I'm pretty sure you could mark some of them because I know I did end up going back to certain questions at the end because I tried to I tried to tear through it as quick as I could and then like, go back with whatever time I had left. I think I had like eight minutes left when I got yeah. to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Even if you're flying through it, you're not going to have that much yeah. time left at the end. But Well, I think that about covers it. Um, if you have any questions, if anybody has any questions about taking the online exam, I mean, none of us here, we're, we're having this show because we're all new to this and, and we want mm -hmm. to uh, sort of grow into the BJCP and judging beer and stuff uh, with each other and, and with other people. Um, if you have any questions or you want to join like a study group or something, hit us up. Uh, our Homebrew Club Keepers of Craft has a small uh, group right now going that is uh, uh, trying to take and pass the online exam and then go on and mm -hmm. uh, do the tasting exam. Uh, Brandon, you and I right now are signed up to do that in March, I think, the tasting exam. April. 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 Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be in Eastern Michigan. Uh, so not too far away. I'm going to do what I can to make sure I pass before then so I can come with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, please feel free to reach out. I mean, we're, we're just all, we're growing and learning together and it's, uh, it's fun. It's not about being a better taster or a better beer person than anybody else. It's about, giving constructive feedback to people that are spending their time and energy to send you beer and making sure that they get something out of it. And winning medals is sweet though, but uh, really like Jordan said, I want to give back. I want to help people grow as home brewers. Uh, I want to grow myself as a home brewer. There's no better place to taste uh, both good and sometimes <laughs> bad beer than at a home brew competition. You're going to get a huge variety uh, yeah. of, of, you know qualities there and, and styles and same with uh, your you, local homebrew club meetings yeah go to yeah join a homebrew club join if, yeah. you're, if you're in southwest michigan yeah. join join keepers of craft come come see us come hang out with us send us a message or something but uh brandon jordan thank you for being on tonight thank you for everybody that was in chat tim i see you uh, i hope you enjoyed hocus pocus too uh, don't worry about it watch watch the show later take the online exam Let's take the tasting exam together. Let's kill it. Let's rock it out. Let's make Southwest Michigan the best uh, set of BJCP judges you know, that exists. Let's let's create a new Do awesome it. competition. Let's Hell get yeah. it on, on the Circuit of America, Master Homeburgers program. Let's, uh, let's rock it out. Uh, for everybody else, uh, appreciate you being here tonight. Have a good evening. All right, cheers. 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 Woo.